0: If you knew that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality, would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette.
1: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We're running in the last week of 2020 Woohoo! you're listening to the crossroads awakening show i'm your host wendy pocket i'm a holographic mind reprogrammer helping humans stuck at a crossroads awaken to their true selves and change the world from where they stand because i believe as a high frequency human how you see your life is a direct reflection of the programs that are etched into your brain and those programs can easily be shifted, especially when you see the truth for what it is. So don't let those negative experiences get in your way. If you'd like to find me, find me at on Facebook at Crossroads to Awakening Show, and let's talk about what's possible for you. So today is going to be a really fun show. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about, which is creating from within. Now, it seems as though it's a really, really broad topic, but guess what? It's not. It's a really bro- it's a really broad topic in language, but it's not broad when it comes to you because you are in creation mode 24/7. 24/7. Imagine that every waking moment that you are alive, you are creating and the next moment creates the next moment which creates the next moment and you cannot escape it. There's no escaping creation. We're in constant motion with energy as energy beings living in a more dense than soul energy body that creates the skin suit that we live in. So even that is shifting in every second and it's shedding and growing and changing. And who do you think is in charge of all of that? We are in every moment. So what we're going to dive into today is where do you create from? Where does your mind go when you're in creation mode? And did you know that creation is happening even when you aren't trying? So we're going to speak a little bit into, you know, prayer and compassion and basically the language of quantum possibilities, because that's where you're at 100% of the time. So let's get started. So one of the first things I would like to speak into is the language of emotions, the language of emotions. Now, most of us think, you know, we go through our day, we have a range of emotions, not just one emotion, but we run through multiple emotions throughout our day, because right from the second that we awake in the morning, we're either going to create on purpose, or we're going to create by reaction, which means you're going to allow the emotions of the day to dictate how your next moment is created. So how do you wake up in the morning? What is it like for you when you open up your eyes and, you know, bring the world in from that space in your cozy, warm bed? How do you feel about your day? Are you one of those people who wakes up and thinks, oh, oh, not another day? (laughs) Or, you know, do you create from that space of good gracious, like, I just want to keep sleeping. I want to be unconscious to my life in that way, because I think that my body needs more sleep or I'm not conscious In my evening, in order to give myself enough time to sleep and rejuvenate. Or are you one of those people that bounds out of bed excited for your day, no matter what it looks like, even if you don't know what it's going to look like? Imagine that, right? We're talking about our emotions, right? When we open our eyes into consciousness in the morning and imagine what could be created if you opened your eyes on purpose in the space of joy, bliss, fun and possibility, like true possibility. It doesn't matter what your day is set up to look like. You're in charge of what it gets created as every moment you're alive. So it could be all planned out for you, which is great. And you're still in charge of how that day goes. Cause you could go through that day, miserable, frustrated, and not wanting to live it. And obviously create from that space and live into more of that, if that's what you're into. Or you can create from the space of true magic and possibility and be in the space of creating miracles in your life that were never even deemed possible until you decided they could be. And so created from there. So my question is like, where do you create from? Where do you create from? So I always wake in the morning excited for my day. I, I leaned into now when I wake up, I feel into the moment first. So I see if there's any dreams that I'm recalling. And, you know, I kind of look around, I look outside first to see, you know, what does it look like outside? So I'm, I'm already taking in stimuli with that. But in the same moment, I'm actually feeling what am I feeling right now? You know, something feels really good, or something feels um like fresh and new. Or maybe something feels heavy that day. Maybe it's like, eh, kind of feeling heavy. Those are the days you probably want to go back to sleep. And you get to take a moment and figure out where did that heavy come from? Because if you went to sleep with it, you, it's it's highly possible you're going to wake up with it. That happens as well. So I'm creating from this very second that I come into consciousness. Now, one of the funny things that I noticed, and I, I say funny now only because I finally have figured it out. I used to wake up in the morning and if I stayed in bed or I stayed in that space of like, oh, I kind of, you know, I have a few more minutes or I hit snooze on my alarm, or I just stay in bed for that extra minute, even if I pick up my phone to look at it I, within, you know, probably 15 to 20 minutes, I am sneezing my bloody head off, sneezing. And it could last for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. It could last for hours and it could last like into the noontime. It just depends on that space I was creating that moment from. Now, I used to call it allergies, right? Everybody else would say, oh my gosh, you have allergies. Wake up in the morning, sneeze. You got allergies. Well, I used to buy that story because I had no other explanation. And then we would check into allergies and I would seem like, no, I'm doing all the things, right? I'm not using detergents that cause any." issues. I was really being mindful of all of that, like my the air quality of my house, the water quality, what time I was going to bed, how long I was sleeping. It like was really getting into that space of sorting what could be causing that with allergies until, well, one day, uh, one of my clients and I were working on um, channeling and he was channeling. We were talk, speaking into asking the energies of source, which is which are us. Ultimately, and we'll get into this in another show, I think next week's show is going to be on channeling your higher self because that's truly ultimately the space of 5D reality is channeling your higher self and living as source on purpose. Um, we discovered that in that moment of getting up, there is confusion if you're not actually getting out of bed. So if you set your alarm and hit snooze and you decide to stay in bed for a few minutes longer, and you don't know whether you're going to get up or not or whether you even want to, that is creating a space of confusion in your field of energy, which to your body tries to sort alignment and sort clarity by sneezing. Now, you know, I would have thought it was ridiculous to even say that out loud, to even hear it from that perspective until when I woke up in the morning, I hopped out of bed. Now, would you believe I was decades getting out of bed, sneezing, wondering what happens in that moment where I would just wake up, I would wake up and I would feel the bliss of theta as I was coming into consciousness and would know exactly all of a sudden I would be clear as day when I first wake up, clear as day. And then as I laid there longer, my nose would get itchy my it would start to like get stuffy and then I would begin to sneeze. It was like clockwork. And I thought, how the hell do I stop that pattern? How do I f- complete that pattern every morning? And it wasn't, it wasn't so consistent that I was like, man, what the hell? Even when I was away, it would do the same thing. Just depends on what I was up to. So when we did this this uh channeling work and I happened to ask a question about that space in the morning when you first wake up for me It was creating a sense of confusion in my energy field of not knowing whether I was coming into consciousness or going back to sleep, which is unconsciousness. And my body would respond with sneezing. Now, I know I've repeated that because you get to really hear this. When I learned this, the first thing I did was hop my ass out of bed really quickly every single morning. And would you believe I did not sneeze, not one flipping time. Not once. I didn't even get stuffy. It was like a miracle landed in my house. And every morning, if I hop out of bed when I wake up, and now it is a, this is the crux to that. <laughs> I don't set an alarm. I generally wake up by the graces of the sun arriving or whenever my body decides it wants to wake up, which is such a gift. It's such a gift. And I'm so in gratitude for that opportunity. And when I awaken, I get to like hurl myself out of bed and get on with my day. Now, every time I do that, I do not sneeze. It is a beautiful gift that I get to know about. And what do you think happens when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning? If I do not get up out of bed on purpose into consciousness, I will sneeze for an hour and a half to two hours until 6 a.m which in which case I would have wished that I got my ass out of bed because it wasn't worth all the crazy sneezing that I created by staying in that space of confusion. So I have learned that the energy of confusion, which is something I was creating by thinking, oh, I want to stay in bed. I'm not sure. I know I got to get up. I don't really feel like it. Whatever that mind chatter was in the morning. By creating that, my body responded in uh, generating clarity. Now, Think of this in your sinus cavity and your nose, when you have an an intruder, like a, a, like maybe a little molecule of dust, your body will during the day, naturally sneeze it out to get rid of it. What creating what clarity? Oh, there's something in the way that's not supposed to be here. Let's get clarity. Sneeze. You're clear, (laughs) like blow your nose and you're all set to go. Now, if you're sick, similar thing, right? Your body tries to purge whatever is in there same idea, allergies, does the same thing, trying to get rid of the intruder, rid of the allergy or the thing causing the allergy. And when your thoughts are in the way, your body will do the same thing because you're consistently creating from within. So that's where I'm going from. When we start our day out in the morning, where are you creating from? So that's just number one thing. Now, if you're one of those people that wakes up in the morning, hops out of bed, blissfully, kudos to you. You've not had to go through any of that. But if you are like me or like I was, um, just having that moment of creation, first thing, it changed the way I lived the rest of my day. Because when I was sneezing my head off, blowing my nose, I was pissed. I was irritated. I was frustrated. And I wasn't creating what I wanted to create, I was creating from the space of confusion. Imagine that, creating your day from confusion every single day. So imagine what occurred when I discovered that by hopping out of bed and creating the clarity that I've always been after, that the rest of my day went exactly that way it went through the space of clarity where I knew exactly what I wanted to create and I was on my way to it. And I was celebrating in gratitude for the blissful lack of sneezing that I created every single morning. So I've tested this theory because I have decided to just lay in bed for an extra couple of minutes. And I'll tell you, like clockwork, it created sneezing. And I mean, sometimes it lasts now even longer because I think it's just me trying to torture myself to remind myself what is truly possible. So this is the space of understanding that you're in consistent creation mode from the second that you open your lovely eyes. And that is a powerful place to be because imagine if you taught your kids that, right? The second you open your eyes in the morning for school, hop out of bed and let's get going. Whatever that looks like, wake up on your way to the kitchen, wake up on your way to the bathroom, brush your teeth, wake up as you will, and don't lay in bed and wallow in that space of confusion because your body will create from there as well, right? Everything emanates from that space of consciousness. So we get to be super mindful of what that looks like when we open our eyes in the morning. Now, Moving forward, we're going to walk into a break in another couple of minutes, and we're going to talk about where does your mind go when you're in creation mode. So that's what we're going to talk about when we come back after this break. And then after that, we'll speak into that you're, creation, you're in creation mode in every moment, even when you're not trying so we'll speak about that after as well. So, let's walk into a break. You're listening to the Crossroads to Awakening show and we are on the Inspired Choices Network where everything is an inspired choice, even waking up in the morning. So, let's walk into a break. And while you're on it, think
0: about where you think. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multimillion dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at Network.com. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program.
1: Okay, welcome back, everybody. So we were speaking earlier about where do you create from? Now we're going to speak into where does your mind go when you're in creation mode? So let's look at this way. I'm, I'm going to shift where does your mind go? Because I want to look at something that's really, really powerful. And that is the power of prayer. So why is prayer so powerful? Okay, so imagine this, you know, when you know someone that's not well, and you intend to say a prayer for them. What happens when you're in that moment of prayer? You're you're having this very speedy connection to source because your intention is to send healing energy, connect with um, whomever is you know an infinite being to you, whether it's God or whomever that is for you, higher power, and be very clear in your intention to. S- you know, to support someone in their healing, in their wellness, right, in the the energetic support of love. And a prayer has one element missing from it than most people's intentions or most people's wishes or thoughts for their life when they want to create something. And what's missing in a great way from prayer is doubt. So when you're in prayer, prayer does not have doubt in it. That's why prayers are so powerful because you're creating from a space of sheer intention for someone else's well-being, without doubt. You just don't realize that the doubt is not there when it comes to you. You put all these programs in place that, you know, prevents you from having everything you've wanted because all this doubt creeps in. And that's what negates all of your, your wishes and prayers for yourself. So you can say you're saying a prayer for yourself, um, you know, out into the universe, but really it's not as true as a prayer that you've decided you're going to send out for someone who you truly intend good well being for. So notice that your mind, when you're going into prayer, automatically shifts out of what's in it for me and shifts into what's in it for someone else because you said so. What does someone else get to have so truly if miracles were to occur because you're intending it? And that is always well-being. It could be, imagine the people that you've prayed for, like in your own way, said a little silent prayer, you know, you're sending them love and healing and prayer and and care, excuse me, and other worldly support, energetic support, higher being support, whatever that could look like. So strong that it's impossible for doubt to be in there. I mean, you wouldn't even consider it. Doubt wouldn't even be a possibility when you're looking outside of yourself for someone else. Strange how when you're doing that for yourself that you will allow all this crazy crap to come in and sabotage what you're after, right? So you get to look at your true, true intentions for yourself. So that's a really powerful thing to know because prayer is speaking the language of quantum possibilities, right? What's truly possible when you intend something. That's why you see so many uh, instances where prayers create miracles, right? Prayers create miracles. Why? Well, imagine if there's, you know, tens or even hundreds or even thousands of people with the same prayer intention for someone to heal. How would it, like, how could it not happen? Right? How could it not happen? So you're speaking the language of quantum possibilities, and and prayer is one of those things. That's why prayer works miracles. So if you could pray yourself into what's truly possible, perhaps maybe the morning was <laughs> you could hop out of bed and um, you know find a, a quiet spot, put yourself into prayer, and pray pray for yourself. I mean, praying doesn't have to be attached to a religion. It has. Uh, this beautiful magical force all its own. And you can pray from whatever space that you're in to whomever you like. So you get to utilize it as a powerful form of uh, instant manifestation from that space. But for our prayers to be answered, we must like transcend the doubt that often accompanies our positive desires for ourselves right? So we had to transcend doubt. So when you go to pray, what if you had a true intention? What if you allowed yourself to connect with true source of being and called out something that you would like for yourself from a space of prayer? As though, you know, it's almost like putting yourself in front of like taking an aspect of you, sitting it in front of you and praying to it as though you would be praying for someone else how powerful could that be i mean i'm i'm going to challenge you with the opportunity to create that for yourself just to test it out because prayer is so so powerful and that's creating from within it's utilizing the power of emotions one of one of which would be how deeply and how badly you would like someone to heal because you care so much about them so if you could care about yourself with that same element of power that same concentration of power i wonder what could happen right i wonder what would happen in your reality if you could pray for yourself in that same way um, i don't know a lot of people who do like maybe they they pray for themselves i don't know menially i'm not 100 percent sure I often hear prayer sent out to someone else. And so we get to look at what that actually creates for us and for others. But it's from a space of compassion. So think about what compassion is. Compassion is caring about someone or something else so deeply as though they were you, right? As caring about someone else or something else as though it or they were you, right? Understanding what's truly possible in some, standing in someone else's shoes. That's what compassion is all about. Imagine yourself standing in someone else's shoes as though they were you and understanding that the world is moving and experiences are happening, even though we aren't having those experiences just because someone else is, doesn't mean we can't be compassionate in understanding, That is the aspect of oneness that is creating from within. So no matter who you're looking at, no matter what you're seeing in the world, you get to stand in their shoes and be compassion, be compassion as though they were you. And imagine what your life could have been like up until that moment in order to be that. Now, that is including everything that you do not like in this world, all the things that are happening in this world that you're not fond of, that you're not proud of. And that, you know, if you had a second chance to do a redo or a do over, you would do differently. Same thing in those instances, do you get to imagine that they are you? And that whatever circumstances led to that very moment could easily be you. So compassion is also creating from within. And where you imagine where miracles could come from in a moment where you imagine yourself to be the other person who is in pain, who is suffering, who is angry, who is irritated, who is having a rough day and loving them from that space, which is also, it could be considered sending a prayer, without doubt. Wonder what our world would look like if we all stood as as that source, right? I am leaning into channeling your higher self and seeing others as you, as being the oneness of all that is. Imagine that. So that is creating from within as well. So where does your mind go when you're creating from anywhere, when you're creation mode? So look around at your closest humans in your life. So your family members, perhaps that you live with, or your closest relatives, or your neighbors, or your best friends, or people that you work with, your colleagues, imagine that they are you, just for a moment. And you're seeing that they're having a really rough day. Instead of you know turning your head and thinking, God, I'm so glad I'm having a good day. It sucks that they're having a bad day. What if you were standing in their shoes? Imagine yourself being them. Imagine the anguish that they might be going through. And then sending a prayer from where you are to them as you having all your heart in it without a doubt that it's possible that their day could turn around in an instant. I wonder what would happen, right? I wonder what kind of creation that could show up as in the very next moment that you decided to do that, right? What could be created in their world and in yours, if you stood as source as them in that moment, what a huge, huge embodiment of power, of, of absolute love when you're in that space. So, that's just another way we can actually look at where you create from. That's creating from within, was looking outside of you and seeing the world as you, every living and non living thing as you, right? So, let's speak into the clutter of our life. We're also creating from that space. So, look around your room look around your office, look around your workplace. What is totally cluttered up and crazy and stuffy and sticky and messy and out of place or in order, right? If you're one of those people. And where is that created from? From you, of course. It's a reflection of you. Your whole world is. So if you're creating from that space and you're looking at your world as being an absolute Utter chaos, whoa, do we have some things to talk about? <laughs> because if the outer outer world is reflecting you, and it is, who do you get to be and what do you get to do in order to shift that? So it is as clean and clear as the clarity that you crave every single day. And how can you create that from within? What do you get to look at that's so confusing and so messy or so untidy and unorganized or cluttered inside of your mind? that if you cleaned it up, the outside world would reflect that, right? Not only are the humans reflecting an aspect of you, so is your physical reality, right? We're creating from that space as well. Nothing is exempt, absolutely nothing is exempt. So that is my ask uh, of you in this moment is go just open your eyes and look around. (laughs) Look at everything in your reality. And if it's not in your physical reality, like where you're sitting right now, you can, you know, allow your brain to hop into other rooms of your house or, you know, corridors in your work or in your schooling or wherever you spend a lot of your time. Even imagine your house in the basement. What areas in the basement have you neglected for so long that you don't even know what's in there? You don't even know if it's something that is valuable or not valuable or dusty, not dusty, or is there anything there at all, right? (laughs) So what parts of your life are you ignoring? That if you visited it, not only in your mind's eye, if you're sitting in one room and imagining your basement, but what if you really went down there and looked at it and gave it some energy and decided that, you know what, the clarity that you would like in your life to create from begins everywhere in the space where you live, right? So it begins in your mind. And it's portrayed outside of you, whether it's in your physical reality, in your office, your bedroom, your house, you know, your work life, as well as shows up with your friends and your family and your colleagues. So when you're creating from within and utilizing uh, compassion and prayer, you're looking at everything in your life, right? We started off small and we're getting bigger and bigger as we're looking outside of ourselves, seeing what's really going on in our field of energy. Very, very cool. Creating from within. So we're going to walk into another break. And as we're in that break, look around your house, look around your surroundings, look outside your house or wherever you're living, look everywhere physically to see the truth of how your mind and heart are working together. Where are the things being cluttered? What's missing? What are you ignoring? And what are you paying attention to? It all matters. So let's go into a break. Think about those things. And when we come back, we'll look at creation is happening even when you aren't trying.
0: If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollars earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening this is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, we're back. So that
1: we were wired to create from the second that we were born. What do you think could happen if you suddenly began to try? I shouldn't say try. That word's not really in, a lot in my vocabulary. What if you decided to purposefully create and purposely create from within? So starting with your thoughts, starting with when you first wake up in the morning, like we were speaking of earlier in the show, when you first wake up in the morning, you're going to decide what your day is going to look like. So you're going to intentionally create from within by looking at how you're feeling when you wake up. Maybe you get to make a shift, like if you're not, you know, feeling so hot or something like feeling heavy. Decide, okay, I'm going to hop in the shower. I'm going to energetically cleanse this off. I'm going to physically cleanse this off. And I'm going to see how I feel stepping out of the shower. But my intention is to go in to shift something. To create something new, something different. And then go from there. So that we can intentionally create the rest of our day on purpose. With everyone who we speak to, everyone we meet. every Even if you don't speak to anyone. If you're in your home and you work from home. Or you have a day off or whatever that looks like or you're home because the pandemic has decided that you know your place of work is closed for now what can you create in your life that would be the cause of some joy so that you could be emanating joy all day even though we're not living in the quote unquote normalcy of what we had known from the year prior so let's look at the feelings aspect of this because i really like to speak into that because what i know for sure is that you're creating It's happening, creation's happening, even when you aren't trying, right? So something in a reactionary experience would be having, waking up in the morning, you know, maybe I start sneezing because I don't get out of bed right away. Then I am reacting to the sneezing with frustration and irritation. And sometimes I was angry about it because I couldn't figure it out. Right. Allergy tests, all the whole nine years, I did a million things, wasted a ton of money and time attempting to figure that out. But what I really realized now is that I was creating my days from that frustration, irritation, and anger. And it took longer for me to step out of those emotions than it did to be conscious of what I was creating and create from that space. So if creation is happening even when you're not trying. How about you decide now that you know that you're creating in every single moment. And even if you run into something that's not working, you can acknowledge your emotions about what's not working and know still that you're creating from that space and decide to shift in that moment. Just decide to shift. You know what? I realize I'm creating from the space of anger and I'm not going to choose that right now. Screw whatever I was thinking about. I'm shifting right now because I can, I'm a human. And that is my, Human choice, the beautiful gift we were given is possibility and choice in every moment, right? Free will, that is the gift, is the free will gift, which is of choice, right? Whatever we want to choose, we get to choose it. Whether it has a good, bad, or indifferent experience on the other side, that's also what we're choosing, right? (laughs) To experience it and then decide after that how we keep going. But not just any feeling will do, right? When you're creating... It gets to be without ego and judgment. So let's just look into that for two seconds. What is ego? Well, ego is the space of uh, separation, right? When you're in separation mode, when your world is all about you and them or you and um, others or something else, uh, physical reality outside of you, anything outside of you and you in that same statement is ego because it's separation from all that is. So if you're creating from the space, it's you and the outside world, you've already somewhat lost that gain because it's not an outside world. The outside world is you. And that's kind of where I was going with most of that stuff. Most of the things we we're talking about today is how to see yourself in the space of what you are creating in this reality. So understanding that ego is outside of you, separate from you, the second that you're in the space of you and something outside of you, you're already losing. You can't include ego when you're in creation mode, because you'll create from that space. It'll only create more separation. The other aspect is judgment, right? When you are judging a scenario, judging a person, judging something that's occurring, you are also outside of yourself, because it's ego that judges. So creation will only create from that space of judgment and ego will only create more separation, which, you know, doesn't include alignment with anything. So imagine we're going to bring, come circle back to the prayer. If you're praying for someone with all your heart, with true intention of healing support or love, do you feel that that has ego or judgment included? I don't think so. I don't think those things are even remotely close to it. You're literally being the space of possibility and love and honoring in that space. So imagine your whole reality created from a space of oneness without ego and judgment. So one big prayer you'd be living. That's what it feels like. You'd be living one big prayer of possibility. What would that feel like? (laughs) What would it feel like to stand in the space Without being separate from anything, look around your room, know that every aspect of it is you, created by you, from you, as you, including the other humans in it and all their experiences. When you're the avatar in your reality, you get to see that everything that's humanly possible is created by you, because of you, and it is a reflection because you have eyes you have ears you have all the five senses so it's not outside of you it's within you if you are experiencing an emotion it's yours if you are experiencing a visual of something it's yours if you're seeing it or hearing it if you're hearing it it's yours if you're smelling it it's yours if you're tasting it it's yours it's all you right you don't taste someone else's taste you taste your taste right so everything has has an element of oneness right? You are experiencing it. So imagine someone, you're out to, out to dinner, right? And you have this incredible meal. And during the meal, the person that you're with is like, oh, this is just so incredible. You get to try this. <laughs> what, what's your first response? First of all, you're probably reveling in their love of whatever they are eating, even though you haven't eaten it. You're like, wow, like that must taste so good. You're already in that space with them. Secondly, you may lean in and go, yeah, I would love to like, experience that for myself too. So you're leaning into all these possibilities. Is that experience separate from you or as you, right? If you're feeling what they're feeling, that oneness of creation is already happening because you're in the moment with them and you're receiving their experience at the same time as they are having it. Right. So it is a reflection of something that you are also experiencing with them in that moment. Now, I'm not saying you can't have your mind take you out of that because you can. The second you start thinking of something else, you have already separated yourself from that experience. And what do you think that is called? Right. What are you what's missing in that moment? If you're taking yourself outside of like you're totally ignoring what's happening across the table from you, is there your your friend or a spouse or a family member or date or whatever is enjoying something they're really like sharing it with you because they're not just talking to themselves they're sharing it with you out loud if you are thinking about something else entirely different in that moment what's missing presence being present right that's as about as close to you can, as you can get to experiencing it for yourself is being so present with someone else that it's almost as though you're experiencing it as well with them. And, and you can almost taste it. And in fact, when they offer you a a taste of it is like, like, it's almost like simultaneously experiencing it with them, just creating a different viewpoint. So presence is everything being present to the moment. How many people that you speak with, that you look right at them and you're talking, and they're not even looking at you. How many times are you speaking to someone and they're on their phone pretending to listen as you ask them a question and there's this magnificent pause in between their answer, as it took them a moment to go back in their mind and re-grab what the question was you asked them as they were staring at their phone on social media? Right? It happens all the time. Presence is everything. And The most powerful people on the planet are the greatest listeners ever. You can look that up. It is in everywhere you can find the most powerful humans are those who can listen to the listening. They are so present with you. I mean, I think that I've heard it most maybe with some celebrities. They are so present with you. It's why they can create presence for themselves, right? They're all in and now not all of them. Right. But I've heard that some of the most impactful leaders, some of the most impactful celebrities on the planet would be like in a conversation with them. And I think uh, what I've heard is you feel like you're the only one in the room with them. Like they are so present to what you're saying and your experience that they make you feel like you're the only human that's living. And that's presence. That's being them being so present to you and listening to the listening. So, so like, uh, I want to say, like, underneath the m- minuscule, right, the cellular way of actually being so present that they could be you in that moment, they, they're the only one listening, that they're the only one that's hearing, the only one that's responding, and you feel like you're in a tunnel of possibility. So that is presence in the moment of oneness, where you're actually giving someone else your full undivided attention of possibility. Now, imagine giving yourself that, right? Okay. So let's say we decide that we want something and this, this leans into manifestation, but I'm so leaning away from that word. It is creation, creating from within. What if you could create something that you never even knew was possible because you were listening so intently to someone sharing information with you in that moment that you were able to see outside of the tight constraint controls of your reality to something so possible, so true, and so new that your whole entire life changed. Imagine that. What a reality we would live in when just being present with someone created the space of possibility for you as well right? Someone else is talking to you and you are so present with them that suddenly something new pops into your reality because of your presence. So we get to lean into that as a true possibility. So you're creating in every moment, even when you're not trying, right? Even when you're listening, even when you're listening to the listening and being present and being without ego, which is without separateness of the moment of the person in front of you about what you're hearing, right? You're not judging what you're hearing and looking for something else to say before they're even complete saying what they're saying. You just get to listen and allow them to feel heard, right? One of the most powerful tools on the planet is listening because all most humans ever really want is to be seen and And that's not being seen and heard as a celebrity. That's being seen and heard in their own lives, right? In their own families and their own workplaces. It's such a powerful, powerful thing to understand about what's truly possible and how we can change this reality just by being present. And listening and allowing someone to be heard. What if that's the only thing that they want to do is just say something out loud? And what if it's the most important thing you could hear all day? Right? People who scream louder and louder, it's because they're not being heard and they think by getting louder is going to cause you to listen. What does it create? It creates an argument because now they're screaming. What are you doing? Instead of listening to them, you are screaming back. The whole world is in that space right now bodies included. So let's go into our final break and really revel in what's possible in our reality in this moment, because so much is here for us. So many inspiring moments. So it's Wendy Pocket on the Crossroads to Awakening. Inspire Network is so amazing. If you could
0: wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program.
1: Okay, we're back in. So let's kind of review where we've been because there's always something that comes out of these shows, these episodes that to me is like it's a powerful experience in myself. What if you could listen to yourself, right? What if you could hear what you're really trying to say? And what if you could have that moment where you didn't even know what you were saying? You didn't even realize that you were being unconscious in your words, unconscious in your, your speaking, and you weren't even listening to yourself. What could be possible if you could get in touch with the aspect of you to find out what you're really trying to say about what your family is showing to you or how you're feeling in a moment where maybe your family's in turmoil or having issues, or maybe someone's ill or maybe in your business, right? What are you really trying to say and what's really true for you and who really isn't listening, right? So if you can identify this for yourself, imagine how your reality could get created. So from the second you open your eyes in the morning, you leap out of bed with a joyful exuberance about what's truly possible because you're in charge and you're creating in every moment, what would happen if you listened to your thoughts? Listen to the things that are rolling through your brain so that you could identify what's stuck and trapped in there that gets to come out of your mouth or it gets to be shifted in your life or gets to be said to someone else Or perhaps it's just something that's really not even serving anyone. And you just get to hear it and then go, okay, I heard it. Like, let it go now. You can talk to yourself in that way. But what if you are the person that gets to be listened to? What if you get to hear yourself, what you really are trying to say about what you want in this reality, what you want from your family, what you want from your spouse or your significant other, or from your boss? What are you really trying to say? And how could that impact someone else? And what would it feel like to have someone truly listen to you? Hear the words coming out of your mouth, even if they don't make any sense at all. What would it feel like to be heard? Finally be heard, right? Just to get the words out and know that you matter because that's what it comes down to. Most humans, and I speak to everyone when I say this, you matter. Every one of you matters. And guess what? Your unique message matters also. Most humans have the message that love is love. Love is the answer. Love is what makes everyone feel better. Love is the cure. Love is the cause. Love is everything, right? Love is creation from within. Being so present with someone else that you allow them to be heard because you're listening to them is love. Totally love. So we're gonna create from the space of popping out of bed, Attaching ourselves to the word love right out of the gate, like put it up on a little sticky note or something um, beside your bed. So the first thing you look at is the word love, be love, so that your mind could grab onto something in that moment and create from there. Create from the space of being love so that moving into your day creation starts with a frequency that's so high that you don't even have to go anywhere else except for higher than that, whatever that looks like in your reality. So that's where your mind would go. What if your mind went directly to love first? Who do you think you'd be loving in that moment? (laughs) You'd be loving you, the number one person in your reality. That is the cause of everyone else's experience when they're near you, when they listen to you, when they wake up next to you, when they run into you at work. You are the person that gets to experience that shift first. You're the person that's going to create every moment moving forward. And I know for certain that if you wake up with love in your heart, even if you get to create it from the second you open your eyes by seeing the word, everyone in your reality is impacted from that moment forward. Not just your business or, or anything else like that. Contact with will experience what you are thinking. And you think that you may listen to your colleague when you get to work, when they have something to say that maybe they just need to get it out of their face? Of course. Of course, you're going to hear them because you are in that space of true love to yourself, with yourself, and your presence, and you're going to listen. And they're, for maybe the first time ever, going to feel heard and seen. And what an incredible day that they will have from that moment forward. That is you being the ripple in this reality, in this world, being the ripple that gets to occur so that the rest of the world can experience it. What if we all chose that? I mean, there is what, hundredth monkey effect, critical mass. Imagine if we all chose that. Let's just wake up in the morning and stare at the word love and carrying it through our day and listen to people and be heard in ourselves and know that we matter and that others matter and make sure they know that. That's creation. That's creating from within on purpose. Imagine how your business would explode coming from that space. It would, there wouldn't be anything that anyone could do except for want more of whatever it is you're offering because it's being permeated with the frequency of love and possibility. So I suppose that's the biggest message I have from the day. That's the circle back to creating from within. Where do you create from? And when you wake up in the morning, be on purpose. Listen to yourself. Listen to your heart. Create from a space of possibility. Write the word love on the on the nightstand or put it somewhere in front of you so you can pop out of bed instead of laying in, in confusion, creating sneezing like I did. <laughs> you can pop out. And think about the word love and, and be blessed by that moment. And then every moment after that gets to be blessed by the same experience. Even if the day seemed like it wasn't going to turn out great, you're in charge of making the choices that create. You're always in charge. That is the beauty of being human. We have the space of possibility, of free will, of choice in every single moment. That's world that I would like to live in. I don't know about you, but if I woke up every morning knowing that my family, my friends, my neighbors, my colleagues were creating from a space of love every single moment, why wouldn't I want to be in it? (laughs) And how could I not be successful? Because this space of creation comes from within and your mind will automatically go to the spaces that you're creating, which is the space of love and possibility and listening and presence And mattering, you matter and your friends matter and your family matter and your colleagues matter. And that everyone on this planet matters, no matter where they come from, what world they grew up in, what color their skin is, everyone matters because we're all here as a living expression of source energy itself. So thank you so much for being present with me and listening to these words, these messages of possibility. That are channeled directly from source, as that was my intention. Have the most magnificent week and celebrate into the new year because it gets to be amazing, because we said so. And we're gonna wake up that way on purpose, creating from within. We'll see you in the new year, everybody, and
0: sending you all love. Because I said so. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pawkett will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey, and we'll meet you at the crossroads.